0: Welcome back, boys and girls. Week 7 of the Pick Your Poison podcast. Took a little bit of a setback last week. Tried to do our first live show on the square in Oxford at the library. Our producer, Boomer, could not figure out the audio. Totally went to shit. It's alright, though. We are back. It it was not because both the Hogs and the Rebs got their ass kicked in the state of Georgia and the state of Alabama. No, no, no. It was because the audio was shit in the library. Let that be known. But nonetheless, we are back. It was honestly, it kind of sucks that we're we missed. Back. It kind of sucks that we missed last week because it was maybe the best college football Saturday in a couple of years, at least. You had the Red River hand job, big scores all over the place. Texas goes up a million. Oklahoma comes back. All game. Spencer Rattler. I, I, we said his Heisman odds were dead. He actually might be dead. He might be dead. Caleb Williams No heard from him. He no walked out of
1: the tunnel and did not celebrate with the team. No.
0: I mean, I, I, I heard that he's already withdrew from the, the university. Like his I name think is, he's in the transfer portal. So you hear that name, boys and girls. Our producer, Boomer, could not figure out the audio last week. Also, not present this week. He has checked into rehab. Yes, rehab. Thoughts how, and prayers to Boomer. Thoughts and prayers. You know, it's mental health. It's because his picks have been so bad. He's minus 12 units on the season. He has checked into gambling rehab this week, trying to get his mind right to get back for week eight. Hopefully he'll be back by then. Still not back this week. We got in his place, though, Fat Jacks from Fat Jacks Barbecue. Give us a
1: little hog collar right here. woo Pigs! Sweet! woo Not everybody knows this, but I'm also Boomer's father uh, in, in the Memphis neighborhood. He's a proud son of mine, and I'm glad we've checked him in and hope his uh, – he gets his mind right for the rest of the season. He's got to make his money back on the second half of the season.
0: I am outnumbered now, folks, here 2 to 1. This started off as a uh, predominantly Rebs podcast. There are now Fat Jacks and Yours Truly Burt here with representing the Hogs. But, you know, talking about last week, Rebs win 52 to 51, a little redemption of that overtime game some might remember some most have forgotten in 2015. Bert, what were you th- you were in the stadium. What uh what did you think of this game? Oh, uh, well it was, it was a good beautiful Saturday, but uh gorgeous Saturday. I I honestly uh didn't care. I was happy for Mrs. Burt. Oh, uh, yeah. People forget. Huge news, got engaged to Mrs. Burt. Big announcement here on pod on, on Friday and this is uh there's a family show, family show people. She, she went to Ole Miss. Uh, my parents weren't very happy about that one. House Divided. Yeah, House Divided, but uh Mrs. Burt was happy and I think that's kind of how it works now. As long as she's happy, I'm happy. Look, if you get if you propose to a opposing SEC West rival at their place at their home in their hometown in Oxford. I think if I didn't propose, we make that two point conversion. Oh, yes, but the the football gods, the engagement gods, the wedding gods. Any god, really. Yeah. Looks down on that and says, I'm gonna give this to the bride. She deserves it. It's her yeah. weekend. You're an idiot. You're an Arkansas fan. You're a dumbass. I'm gonna give it to her. Miss Burt in the house. Give us a sup.
2: Hey hottie tottie.
0: There we go. That's all we need right there. So Rebs Hogs, clear game of the game of the year already this year. Reb's come out on top, as is tradition. We had the Red River shootout. It was an electric That's not game. Tradition.
1: Bagman, quick timeout. I think we should go in half and half on a house-divided uh, front license plate Ooh. for the future Mrs. and Mrs. Dr. and Dr. Burt.
2: It's not going to happen.
1: Oh, yeah, we don't, you know, whatever. There will be no hogs. No, I,
0: yeah, heart. I don't contribute to any hog memorabilia. Well, you get the old miss half the plate, and I'll oh, take true. the hog half
1: there the plate. There will be plate. no that's hogs we're their in our game. home. It is
0: divided, it is divided. But we'll finish out last week, Bama. Coming down. Well, what from, happened there? Well, I think the I think Saban was so high on beating Kiffin that he just tumbled down off off his mountain to come back falling down and lose to Jimbo. I don't know. You go to look. They they look like shit in Florida. They look like shit in College Station. Maybe it's just this road thing we've been talking about all season, where you go on the road. It's a tough environment in the SEC. Everyone's fired up, especially when Bama comes to town. Everyone's going to give them their best shot. And this team isn't as seasoned as they normally are, and they lose yeah. on the road. We're coming back from quarantine. Everybody's used to staying at their home and this is stay a, at home. Is, and all of a sudden, he wants to leave our
1: home and go on the road and play a football game. It's a young
0: Bama team, a, a rookie quarterback. I mean, these are like these are hostile environments they're going into, and they're not they're not answering the bell.
1: Gentlemen, I'd like to step in. I think it's Bill O'Brien, Saban's coaching rehab. Bob O-Sin. you the think old, it's old Bob, the old Texans coach. He, he did great at Penn State but he's, he's you know college football's passed him a little bit by these well, years out when you Texas. try to
0: become GM and head coach of an NFL franchise and clearly get blown out of the water by being way out of your league there try to rehabilitate shout out boomer not making jokes here try to rehab in Tuscaloosa I don't know it, it maybe maybe not work out I've heard his name float around for the LSU job I don't know how Sexy I'd love a high- that. I'd love that. I'd As love a that fan. Yeah, but hey, okay. I can't have any more bias hog, bias hog, revs over there. Bagman's getting overwhelmed. I'm getting overwhelmed, getting even overwhelmed. though, I mean, I was expecting to come in here and just gloat my winnings. Now I'm having to sit across some two hogs here. But we're on to this week. We're on to this week. Still up on the year. Kicking off the week seven slate. We got Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas is a home four and a half point favorite. Over under of 60 points, Fat Jacks, your first time on the show. Lead us off with your pick. What you got?
1: Well, let's step in here. Uh, Longhorns own this record over the pokies, uh, 26-9 against the Cowboys, including 15-6 at Darrell K. Royal Stadium in Austin. Last year, Texas beat Oklahoma State 41-34 in overtime in Stillwater. The last time they faced off in Austin, it was 36-30 in 2019. I uh, think Texas is the better team here. Oklahoma State's number 12, Texas is number 25, but let's go Longhorns. Fat Jacks, you just rattled off a bunch of stats that I don't give a shit about. Because
0: how if you're Texas, coming off a demoralizing loss to your biggest rival, it was an SEC game, it was the first SEC game for both these teams. You get a massive halftime lead, you blow it on the very last second, You let them gash you up the gut on a run, at the buzzer, literally a walk-off win. How in God's green earth are you going to come back from that and be a a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the number 12 team in the country? No, no, no. I got Oklahoma State here. They're the better team. I don't care that it's at Texas. Texas' stadium isn't even that intimidating to me. It's an impossible game to get back up for for Texas. Sark is probably – look, you talk about hangover games – Sark is literally always hungover. He's literally an alcoholic. He's hungover at all times. Give me the give me the pokes. Give me Gundy. Give me the mullet. Bert, what you got? Yeah, I'm eating some barbecue on this one. I'm with Fat Jack. I, I think my entire football life, Oklahoma State always sneaks its way up into about the top ten, and no one talks about it. And then all of a sudden they lose a game, and then we still don't talk about Oklahoma State. And then they're like kind of good again, and then they play Oklahoma, and then they lose that one. I think. This is just history repeating itself. Give me Texas minus five and a half. I mean that's Oklahoma. I know they're not that good, but Texas. I just think they're they're a better football team. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see you on the field at eleven o'clock there on ES or on Fox on Fox that game. There, let's get right into our next one. My two co-hosts will love this game. Coming off a massive loss, Arkansas, a home favorite of four points against the. Traveling in Auburn Tigers over under a 54. Bert, lead us off. Your hogs coming off a demoralizing loss last week. What you got? Uh, not very demoralizing. I mean, we talked about this so much in this podcast, but our last game, we were playing an SEC team at their stadium. First SEC home game, the biggest home game of the year. Probably going to be the biggest home game of the entire season. For Ole Miss. Well, we, and we, we lost by We point. We, reti- we play LSU next week and retire Eli Manning's number at 230 on CBS. So, I don't know. But whatever. Yeah, Arkansas came to town. It was our yes, biggest game. Okay, of you, you literally play the worst LSU team over the past decade. Anywho, uh, now the Hogs are at home. The Hogs have their first SEC home game. We're talk- we've, uh, Like we said, we've been talking about this in the pod this whole time. We're a way better football team than the Auburn Tigers. I don't care if it's Bo Nix, TJ Have we talked about that on the pod? Y'all, have we compared the Hogs to the Tigers this year on the pod? We haven't compared the Hogs to the Tigers, but we've been talking about home teams. Teams. Yes, home teams, and this is y'all's first home game. Dude, y'all have played some crazy road games. We played some, yeah, we're finally back home. It's been a month. We went to
1: Athens.
0: It's been a month. We've been finally uh, sleeping in our bed. The boys have been, the boys are gonna be well rested. KJ found some confidence throwing the football. I mean, I know it wasn't against the best defense in the world, but Auburn's isn't much better this year. No, that defense is Um, shitty. Auburn's head head coach's name, his name is Brian. Brain, I think we can uh, beat a head coach named Brian. I, I will
1: step in real quick. Brian Harson, when he played at Boise State, his head coach, which we can all appreciate, Houston was Houston Nutt. Nut. Wow. wow, Dale. Houston Dale Nutt was his head coach at Boise State. So there's a little bit of house divided by our biggest cheerleader. Well, I think I think Brian Harson's going to need some pepping this weekend. Speaking
0: of Houston, yeah, Dale, he, and he owes Houston one. Uh, give me the Hogs. I like Arkansas. I'm I'm on the same road here. I mean, Ole Miss beat a good team last week. I I'm not sure that the home team won just because they were the home team. If this game was played in Fayetteville, I I don't know what the outcome would have been. The Hawks win. I, I I'm not. I, hey, no one can know. No Nobody one will ever. Knows. No one will ever know. No one will ever know.
2: I think. That the only reason that KJ Jefferson played as well as he did was because of his parents' T-shirts. Oh, Thank you,
1: Mrs. Burke. Mrs. Burke's birthday was one of those T-shirts. The
2: T-shirt Thanks. mojo t-shirts were they were for 100. 100.
0: Yeah, they were electric. But I'm on the hogs here. Look, I mean, I've talked about it all. I don't trust Bo Nix. I don't. I mean, I, I, the only thing that holds me back here is that we ran the ball down y'all's throat last weekend, and Auburn. Is their only offense is running the ball. So, like, I think y'all might that, make some, that, That's different. Like, y'all ran the ball down our throat because we were so scared you can pass, right? And, like, we were so scared that y'all can... Y'all do these fun zone reads where you find the guy seven yards down the line of scrimmage, he catches the ball, he runs three yards, first down. When we played Texas, everyone thought B. John Robinson's going to run the ball down our throat. When we played Texas A&M, he thought Isaiah Spiller's just is going to run the ball down our throat. We stopped both of them. We have the same situation. Here. Yeah. Auburn with tank big is going to try to run the ball down our throat. If we play a team where we have to force you to pass the ball, our defense has shown success. Yeah. George is a different story because those are just NFL players on the offensive line. Auburn's going to try to like line up in the eye formation and like run it directly it, at you. That doesn't beat sand. No. I, like we spread it out wide and like zone read it up your throat to death all day. So. Like Auburn's not going to be able to do that. I'm on Arkansas minus four. That offense is multi dimensional. They can run it down your throat, they can throw it out wide to Traylon Burks. I mean, they have multiple weapons all over the field. At home, first SEC game. I, I don't like that it's at 11, but we saw the home team win at 11 o'clock last week. Give me the Hogs at home. Fat Jacks, what's your read here?
1: This is the first SEC game that Arkansas has been favored in since 2016. Holy Bert's shit. Burt's time. That's how down the was Razorbacks have been. Burt. Was Burt the coach then? Burt was the yeah. coach. It was against Missouri on a Thanksgiving game. We actually just left
0: uh, Ben's apartment at, at home or at Missouri?
1: At Arkansas. First home yeah. game Arkansas has been favored in. Who won that game? In five years, Missouri. Damn. Barry Odom beat oh. us. Full our, circle there. Our Arkansas yeah. defensive coordinator. I uh, I'll jump in. I'll be quick. Bo Nix comes back down to earth after his LSU game. He had the Johnny Manziel throws. Are they coming off a bye? No, they just lost to Auburn. They scored oh, they to, more, to Georgia. Georgia. Auburn yeah. s- just lost to Georgia. That was disgusting. They they scored against Georgia. But yeah. I'm gonna take the Hogs here minus four and a half. What I got it at. Um, they scored Arkansas. relatively. Like No one scores against Georgia. They scored relatively. In the second half. Go Hawks.
0: Yeah. We're all on the same side here. I think after seeing what, what occurred in Oxford last weekend, we can all agree Arkansas is a, a very good team, just not quite as good as the Rebs. We'll jump right into our next game. Florida traveling to Death Valley. Another 11 o'clock game. Not very many 11 o'clock games in Death Valley. Put that in your little tickler file. LSU, a home dog of 11.5 points. Also don't hear that very often. Over under a 59 points. Boys.
1: Coach Coach, O's job's on the seat. Coach
0: O's seat is hotter than the sun. Hotter than the sun. The fucking sun. Ray Baker is... is, Isn't that what uh, O calls the sun when he runs at high noon? He calls him Ray Baker. Yeah, Ray Baker's shoving like... Sun rays up Coach O's ass, how that's how hot his seat is right now. Burt, I mean, I don't know how you bet on LSU at home in this game, but what's your read? Uh, my first read is why the hell are there three SEC games at eleven AM? That's a damn good question. This is getting ridiculous and out of hand, but nevertheless, LSU just straight turmoil. I mean, that's turmoil town USA. Like I feel like every day that I open up Twitter, someone on that team is out for the season. Yeah. Today it was Eli Ricks, who's like their number one of their best players, their team all American. He's their he's their second best cornerback behind Stingley, but he's up. Uh, also a all, He's also well, think, an all American. I think Stingley wakes up every day and like has a new like nagging injury, so he doesn't have to play. Get ready the for the, yeah, get ready for the draft. Or Florida minus ten and a half every time. I'm calling it. Now on this podcast, Coach O, they're not gonna fire him yet. They're gonna keep holding on to him, and they're gonna fire him right after Bama kicks their ass. And then they're gonna have their D backs coach, whoever their favorite uh, position coach is. His first game is gonna be against the Hogs, nighttime, Death Valley, classic Cooner, just making another game about the Hogs. It's not even about the Hogs. Circles back every time. Circles back every time, and we're still gonna win that game. Anyways, Fat Jack, what you got? I'm sorry, I got a little here. What was your pick there? I don't even know. I said Florida minus 10.5. Did I not? I'll say it again. Florida minus 10.5. Easy.
1: So so I booked this at 11.5 Florida. There's just no way. The train is off the tracks in Baton Rouge and has run into the Mississippi. It's area. not even
0: teetering anymore. It's, uh, it's, it's, in, it's, it's fully in the body. They're without, bayou. what,
1: six, seven of their best players. They have a running back who couldn't even get scheduled in the correct classes to play. Their best two D-backs are out. Bootsy, was it, Boote? Yeah. I mean, there's so many five upper four-star LSU players gone. This is just it's a damn an easy Florida to cover, minus 11 and a half. You hate to
0: book. see it as someone as good as, as Ed Orgeron, such a, such a good guy. You hate to see it just completely derail after that national championship. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like he's got one last weird stand. Remember when LSU went to Florida a couple years ago and won on that stop on the goal that. line? Like that – still rings true to my in my brain and last year as well the uh throwing the shoe yeah i mean i don't know like this game has trap written all over it every single person and their mother is on florida i saw that it's early in the week but 99% of the money is on florida like i can't do it but i love the over i do love the over uh, florida can that. score it lsu even though their entire defense is out they, can, they have some weapons on offense. I don't know, 59 seems a little too low to me. I think with the turmoil on LSU's defense and the amount of people they have out, Florida and Dan Mullen will be able to score kind of at will. I see this being Florida somewhere in the 40s, LSU being somewhere around 28 to 32. That that over That cover scares me, but the 60, 59 total, I love. So give me the over. That's a two-unit play for me this week. Bert take us into our next game. Two units. Yeah, so our next game, we got my least favorite line of the week. We got A&M going to Missouri. Uh, Missouri's catching nine and a half points. The over is 59 and a half. Fat Jack, give it to me.
1: This is your least favorite play of the week. This is Fat Jack's lock of the week. A&M minus nine. The A&M defense is just too strong. Missouri has a strong offense. They have a terrible defense, so Calzone or whatever you want to call him. The, the Calzone. They are riding high after Bama. A lot of people are saying this is a letdown game. No, AM rolls and becomes what they were supposed to be this season, a playoff contender. I don't know if they'll be a playoff contender, but that team that's starts really showing up. a covers easy minus but, nine. So that's why this is my – my trap
0: line of the week. Yep, this is Because this I see is, that and it's like A and them just be Bama. Stinky cheese. And they're cheese. playing this terrible Missouri team. Why is it only nine? And now obviously I, I get it. You look at the history of, you know, AM like earlier the season before the Bama game, but like, so I see this line immediately and I'm like, take it. And then I think about it a little bit more. It's like, well, how much of a fluke was that Bama game? So I'm really worried about it. I still have I'm with you. I got Texas minus nine. And I took it immediately, but I just, like, already hate it. I feel like I had to take it.
1: Their defense is for real. Nerdowitz or whatever his name Dork is. Dorkowitz. Dorkowitz
0: is about to get a wedgie. And, and, I, you know, I'm reading that he's he's losing the locker room player by player. He had a player uh That's all tweeting out, into my lock of the week. Love that. So the locker he a, room is lost in Columbia. He had a player tweeting something about, like, you don't tell me what I'm supposed to do or how I'm supposed to play or something like that. So, that is, that is good on the AM side. It's just, I think minus nine is just this weird number coming off this big game. Why is it so low? So, I immediately hate it, but I'm going to take it. Yeah, I mean, so I would love to fade AM in this spot. They're classic fade territory. Yeah. Biggest win in program history. Jimbo beats Saban. He's going to be drunk. Like talk, I talked about Sarkeesian being hungover. Holy hell, Jimbo is going to be has been hung over. It's Wednesday right now. He's going to be hung over for another 2 days. He can't even like see straight through those glasses on the edge of his nose. But Missouri's defense is such shit that you can just run the ball on them for years. If you go back and look at the, they played Northern Texas, North Texas last week, and North Texas scored like 30 points on them. So like I don't even know what to do. I'm taking Missouri though, home dog. Home dog, nine and a half points. I think it's going to get higher by game time. So just, just sit on it for a second. Let it get up to 11 or so. See if you can get Missouri over that 10 point number. I don't know. I feel like this is a wonky AM. I still, I get that they're probably the better team, but hangover, hungover, shit AM, traveling all the way up to Como. Give me the home points, yeah. even though, a, like, God, they suck. Missouri sucks so bad. But I'm going to take the home dog. At nine and a half, I, I concur. I think. Well, I'm not. I'm right there with. Right now, I have AM, but the moment it gets up to that, about ten and a half, you I think this even even. Ten, I'll take. Yeah. I'll take ten. Give yeah. me. Give me one more point, and I'll, I'll consider Missouri. Fat right Jack's nine.
1: lock of the week. Double down on AM boys. Right. and girls.
0: All right, little little double double Fat Jack's lock after a bagman two unit play. Let's get right into our next game, the two thirty CBS game of the week, Kentucky. Traveling to Georgia as a a 22-and-a-half point home favorite in Athens, over under a a 44-and-a-half. I'm not a math magician, but a 22-point favorite with an over under a a 44-and-a-half doesn't quite add up to me. Fat Jacks, I got to know what you're thinking as a a team that's traveled to Athens. What's your read here?
1: My worst week of the season was Hogs plus 18-and-a-half in Athens. I just knew the Pigs could cover – that did not happen. So I want. Did they how- score? They did not score. Missed a field goal. It was an ugly game. We saved our scoring for last. Georgia has some men, not enough and-, and the Razorbacks have some boys. So I'd like to bring my spiritual guide in to help me with this pick. Mrs. Jo, will you step in? Will you pick the blue helmets or the red helmets?
2: I'm gonna have to see a picture.
1: A very happy red and a nice solid blue. Solid blue. Right between Royal and robin Egg. Just a good blue.
2: I'm going to say a solid blue. No! Uh, yeah, solid blue.
1: Uh-oh, uh-oh. The, the guy but did. I
2: saw the Georgia.
1: Take I'm going to say the miles. red. The reds. I, I, I've got 23 right now. I'll, I'll take Georgia at 23.
0: So that, that was one of Fat Jack's wives popping in there. Um, he has multiple. This line, I... I'm going to go with Georgia minus 22 and a half. That team got rowdy for college game day last time, and now you're going to give them three and a half more hours to get rowdy? Take that. That that equals four and a half more points at least. Four and a half more beers minimum equals
1: four and a half more points. Let me – when the Razorbacks play Georgia, this Athens – Rang in at 110 decibels. That was the loudest any stadium has gotten post-COVID. It all comes
0: back to Arkansas here, folks. Well, it, Every do, it
1: does here. NFL, NCAA, 110 decibels was the loudest in any stadium has gotten post-COVID. Louder than Seattle 12th man, the faggy 12th man, whoever had you. The loudest really? in the last two years. Twelfth man on Saturday night did not beat. Saturday night, Sunday. I afternoon. guess they
0: used all. They, I guess they used all their vocal cores on their midnight yell. Put that Fine in Texas Aggie. Put that into your card here, though. That was the loudest. Can they get as loud? Can you get as loud? That Can we bet on it? Is that, that Bert? Bert thinks. What, well, what, what book, book has decibels? Decibel level book. I feel
1: like we got to go really offshore for that. Yeah, way offshore. I have a. Uh, I have failed uh, to look. This, the,
0: the BP, uh, the BP, uh, like old tanker, they have that offshore. Off I'm sure. I,
1: I do agree with Bert, though. They get louder. It's more time. Yep. Bulldogs cover.
0: Bulldogs cover.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm on. I mean, you, you see
0: this every week, boys and girls. A 44 and a half point over under with a 22 and a half point line. Uh, Kentucky team total here is 10, so I think they get over that 10 easily. I think they're going to pull out all the stops in the first half, especially. I like the first half line. Give me, give me Kentucky first half. Give me the under full game. A little quick nugget here. I've got a little stat for you, boys Uh-oh. and girls. Uh, we got Georgia and Kentucky are the 115th and 116th ranked teams in terms of pace. They they are so slow. Are Screams so under. S- just comes to a halt. There's speed bumps all over that field in Athens. Give me the under 44-and-a-half. I, mean, I don't think this game gets over 30 points. You, Georgia's you last, me Georgia's last two big games, Arkansas and Auburn, both under 44. 115 and 116 in place per minute. They are slow as Kirby the, loves the dickens. Under. So, we are going under here in the full game. And I'm taking Kentucky in the first half because I think they pull out some crazy quadruple passes and all that. Give me that. I love it. And, I don't know, if you see a, a total of this high – And the spread this low, like, or excuse me, the total this low, spread this high, give me the team with the underdog. So, I'll take Kentucky in the first half, under in the full game. Let's get right into our next one. Bert, take us into it. All right. So we got the losers, the Alabama (laughs) Crimson Tide, heading to the Cowbells. The Cowbells will get plus 17. The total is 57 and a half feel so sorry for Mississippi State right here. But, Bagman, how do you feel? So, Bama coming off a loss. I mean, I don't like that they're on the road because I don't really... The two road games they played this year looked like shit for the Tide. But you don't fade Nick Saban in back-to-back weeks. I don't give a shit what's going on. I don't care how young the team is, how bad the quarterbacks looked, how bad the defense looked, whatever. I'm thinking... Bama first half, Bama full game. Give me the. I think it's going to be around minus 10 first half, minus 17 full game. Look, Mississippi State can only do little short intermediate crossing routes and bullshit that Mike Leach does calling it an air raid when they only do a paper air raid. No, no, no. Bama covers first half, covers full game. I don't care. Night game, in Starkville, clan clanga. No, no, no. Saban gets it right this week. Don't overthink it. Don't let your... Brain get all contorted from last week. Do the best bet in football, Bama first half, and also do a full game. Fat Jacks,
1: you got to be on the same side here. I 100% agree. Bama is usually good for that one random loss a season, and then Saban goes full psycho. Yes. And gets the train right back on the tracks. They'll make the playoffs. They'll get over this loss. I agree. Bama first half that old money bet that we all love to make. Best bet in football. I've got it at ten and a half. That's back on tracks, and I'm taking Crimson Tide minus seventeen. I'm also taking the over in this game. It's weird. This opened up at I think twenty one or something, and
0: it's been betting all the way. People are betting. All the money's coming in on State. A bunch of squares. Uh, Little I've, a bunch of I've squares might have sprinkled more in. As recency, this is going down. recency bias, all that bullshit. Bert, just go ahead and say you're with us. I'm with y'all. I'm going first quarter, first half, the entire. Game. I forget you're a first a first quarter. I'm a, I want my money early. Like give it to me now. <laughs> like the 11 a.m. games. If I take if I take first quarter, I want my money by noon, so I can reinvest into the sports books. But well, the a, a.m. like. They had their defensive line had the game of their entire life. Like, Jimbo Fisher,
1: Fisher called, but the they already used life. their game of the life card. But their defense is that good. But I agree with you. They had a game of the like they didn't get that much pressure
0: against us. It Do always the Hawks come, have a better line than Bama. It always comes know. back to Arkansas. It, it really does. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, for uh, Ole Miss Tennessee, we will find a way. Let's discuss. Is Ole Miss Tennessee? Here we go. Uh, well, we we won't discuss it yet because all I'm gonna say is, Bama, 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 Bama. Bryce Young didn't have the worst game in the world. All those like weird things went right for A and M, like the pick in the end zone, the return, kickoff. When does Bama ever have a special teams like? I guess yeah. it's happened yeah. against Ole Miss on like bullshit fumbles. But that's how they lose. Yeah, that's how. you lose. And then lose. like it's not gonna happen the next week. And don't tell me Mississippi Mitch State has the ability. Nick Saban
1: will clean all of the little things up. Bama Locke. Bama
0: I mean, I get stayed at home. I mean, it's a night game in Starkville. They're going to be clang- clanging all night long. It doesn't matter what time. is games. a drinking
1: town with a football problem. Mike Leach is not the answer there. They're, no, it's over.
0: And it, no, I don't even know if it's a drinking town. There are yeah. a bunch of Southern Baptists that t- like – tip cows. I don't know what are There a bunch of Southern Baptists that just like show up when the game is, is, is about to start. stadium's
1: a cow pasture. It's a dump. Yeah, I don't know. Bama
0: rolls. Bama, first half, Burt's a crazy man, first quarter – I want my money. You want your money. But first half's a lock. Full game's a lock. Give it to us all. Would take the over, but I don't know if State can really score. So we will get right in to the last game of the night. Lane Kiffin returning to Knoxville. It's a full sellout in in Knoxville. First sellout since 2017, I believe is what I read. So got to get the 102000 in in the stadium somehow. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half point road Favorite with an over-under and incredible over-under of 82 and a half. I mean, Jesus all the Christ. Points. Just all of the points. Points, 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 galore. 103 last week. Bert, should I lead it off? Yeah, I mean, it's only right. I give it I gave you the, the stat earlier. Georgia Kentucky were 115th and 116th out of 127 teams nationally. Ole Miss and Tennessee are tied for third in pace per play. Tied in third in plays per minute. I'm taking the over 82.5. I don't care that it's egregiously high. This game is going to be back and forth like a ping pong match in Asia. Give me over 82. Also, Tennessee hadn't played jack shit. They've beaten Missouri. They've beaten South Carolina. I don't give a shit. Those two teams might as well be called Vanderbilt. They stink. They stink. I don't care. Hinden Hooker. step
1: in something back there?
0: Hinden Hooker might as well be a hooker because he's going to be begging for money on the side of the road after this game. Give me the Rebs minus two and a half. That is easy money. Coming off a of Bama and Arkansas game, we're going to score 65 points because those two teams are far and away better than what we're about to see in Knoxville this weekend. I don't care that it's a night game. I hear they have a checkered crowd. I don't give a shit. We're going to be playing chess, not checkers. Give me the Rebs minus two and a half. Give me the over 82 and a half. Bert, tell me your read. Yeah, I see this game going one of two ways. Either Tennessee wins a tight one or Ole Miss wins a non-debatable football game. And with that logic, you gotta get you gotta take Ole Miss minus two and a half. Um, way to go. Bagman just stealing from the Ole Miss Twitter taking that chestnut checkers line I wrote line that up. down far before that ever got tweeted out. Oh yeah, it does say you wrote that down at uh, okay, yesterday. Charles. Yeah, okay. that's your yesterday hand right? Yeah. It goes yeah, I agree with you what you said there. I mean Ole Miss is a better football team. Look, I saw Florida just demolish well. Tennessee. One, one thing I will say about this is I'm one hundred percent gonna be following this game. I'll finally be in Tennessee during the weekend, so I can legally gamble. I'm sorry to my bookies that I betrayed you by living in Tennessee now. It's legal, but I can legally gamble mid-game. Tennessee, terrible in the second half. Terrible. They were destroying Missouri. Terrible and I know, I know they didn't need to terrible score many points. Game. They were destroying South Carolina. They didn't score that many points in the second half there. Florida shut them out completely in the second half after they had a pretty close ball game when all the Tennessee fans thought they might have had a chance. So I will, depending on how the game goes, I will probably take on this second half. Let me give you a little a little sprinkle nugget here, also for the PYP disciples. This, What I said earlier, the pace of play, how many plays these teams run, both defenses are going to get worn down in the second half. The second half over is an absolute mortal lock. There's going to be 110 plays run in the first half. And by the time the second half rolls around, it's going to be a bloodbath. So if for some reason y'all are worried that the first half under somehow hit, the second half over will hit by a billion just because these defenses are going to get worn down so much by the pace of play. And this offense is going to be firing on all cylinders.
1: Bagman, you took the words right out of my mouth. My favorite pick of the week was the second half over live. Whatever that is, I'm taking it. Hooker, the Hokie transfer from Vod Tech, has found his groove. The total for Ole Miss and Tennessee is eighty-two and a half right now. This is breaking records for the highest SEC total ever. How? How? I just have a question. I don't know if any of y'all did the research, but how do
0: those other totals fare? Like it was the, uh, titles, did they the, go the, over? the previous largest total was the Ole Miss Bama game of seventy-nine and a half. And a half the weekends ago. No, it, it went. Oh, over. oh, the one was
1: a couple weekends ago. Okay. They typically do go under. Okay. Um, I, I think that's at a 73% clip, but don't quote me on that. My uh, statisticians are a little a little drunk right now. I'm yeah, my, my interns, are uh, they're enjoying their evening. But I also will say this is the highest total in an FBS college game between Power 5 Conference teams since 2018, Oklahoma, and Tex- West Virginia. Oh, Oklahoma, West Virginia. Wait, you're telling me that I feel like... Was that Kyler Murray versus... Some...
0: Uh, versus... Um, oh, what is his name? He was the transfer... Uh, Will yeah, Greer. Will Greer. Will
1: Greer, the Florida transfer. I remember that. It was like 87. It was like 87 or something. You know, I took the over... At 88. And, in the it hit, last, and it hit. And it hit. Like bit. super like... Like the first half of dog shit. Money, but that was Big 12 games. Yeah. This is an SEC game. That aside, my pick... I've got to take the Rebs here. I just. Offenses, sure, they're equal power. I think the Rebs' defense has enough stars to slow Tennessee down. Rebs will win in the second half.
0: I think these teams are the same, except for the quarterback position. I mean,. Arkansas was a, Arkansas was a better team Isaac than Ole injured. Miss, except at the quarterback position. Uh, 100% agree. Well,
1: stat-wise, some say KJ. Well, look, was KJ a had a team. great game. But,
0: KJ had a great game, but like, like Matt Crow controlled the entire game while he had the ball in his hands. The dude. Arkansas defense. That's why Sam, that's was why scared Sam Pittman. That's why Sam P- Snoop Conner went Sam off. P- Sam Pittman was scared of him too. That's why he didn't want to go to overtime. Like, look, and even like Arkansas across the board roster eighty four out of eighty four. Better team, but that 185th scholarship player, Matt Krause, better player I at quarterback. quarterback, and even more so than K.J. Jefferson, Hendon Hooker, or whatever his name, the hooker from Knoxville, Matt Krause, yeah. twice a better quarterback. So, it's not even keep – We're all, I hate that we're all on the same side here. I thought maybe one of y'all would I, think I, maybe – But I, I, I think is I honestly think that this line is too – it's Whoa. too low. It's too low. And and the public like, show some them. respect to the number thirteen team. In the public's country. already on the balls right now. So far, so but hey, Bad we're getting
1: Jax is sprinkling more as the line goes We're getting we're
0: getting some we're getting some some noise from a pick your poisonet from the opposite side of the room who's going to be in Knoxville this game. Claude, what's your thoughts here?
2: I actually won't be in Knoxville. I'm sad to not be there, but I was born and raised a Tennessee fan. Went to Ole Miss. Sad day. But I'm still good for the Rebels. It'll be a hard Berlin Kiffin in Knoxville. They will boo the fuck out of him.
0: Correct. But.
2: But he will beat the fuck out of Tennessee. Yeah,
0: I mean, Kiffin has these things the in the back point, of his mind the, the whole the time. The two-point
2: line is unfair for him.
0: So we're all on the Rebs here on the Pick Your Poison podcast. Let's go through a quick, a quick recap of our cards
1: for the rest of the slates that we didn't talk about. That Jax, what you got first? There are four teams that haven't covered a spread yet. Clemson is one of them. Clemson is at Syracuse, minus 13.5. Syracuse has a great rushing offense. Clemson's defense shows up. What we saw in that Georgia game to open the season, Clemson covers 13.5. Is that That's, a Friday night, Friday night game? That is, that is. I that, like a Friday night special. Thank you. Alright,
0: I've got three underdogs that I love, that I also love on the money line, but I'm going to take them on the points first, and then sprinkle on the money line later in the week. I like Indiana, plus four and a half against Michigan State. Michigan State coming off a big win. They're undefeated, the number 10 team in the country, traveling to Bloomsburg, Indiana. I don't know. I don't know what it says, but I love the Hoosiers in this spot. This just seems like the the... Exact moment in time where Michigan State falls on their face. Next one up, I love Purdue plus 12 against Iowa. Iowa coming off the monstrous win against Penn State. This seems exactly like the same spot where a three versus four matchup after a big win. Give me Purdue. And I also love TCU against Oklahoma. Look, I get Oklahoma and switch quarterbacks and Caleb Williams looks great. And they came back against Texas. All that bullshit. No, no, no. Not so fast. I've seen this before. The freshman quarterback's gonna come into a big stadium and get way too freaked out. Give me TCU plus 13 and a half. I might take them all on the money line, but I'll let you know on game day, so come back to me. Bert, what you got? I just got a couple games. Oregon coming off that big loss. I'm gonna give them minus 13 and a half. I think it's a one and four terrible. Cal team. Friday night special? Another Friday night special. Give me 13.5 against a terrible Cal team. Also, give me the under in the South Carolina-Vanderbilt game. Has Vanderbilt scored a point this year? All season? Against Unless it was against UConn, I don't know. Yeah, so against an FBS opponent, I don't think they've scored a game. Or scored a point. And then Texas-San Antonio, 7-1 against the spread. UTSA. UTSA. Former um, Hog assistant always back comes to back hogs. to the Hogs. Give me U T is the A. biggest Hog. I mean, the the Joe yes.
1: are unranked and they deserve to be ranked. as yeah. The Joe tried ranked. themselves this weekend, boys. Oh, holy shit! Damn, back boy! The,
0: back from the fucking rehab early. We have he himself, the producer, minus twelve units on the season. Boomer, in-house, just came back in, opened the door, and walked right into this Picker Poison
2: studio to give his locks of the week. Boomer, feed them to us. What's up, boys? Yeah, I, know. I had to go away for a little bit. It was rough sledding the first half of the football season, but I'm coming back fresh, feeling good. First pick, this is obvious, we're going to take this every week, Ole Miss team total over. Additionally, I like Tennessee first half under – Ole defense played pretty good first half against Arkansas and really uh, comes to uh, depth And second half. uh, Second half of the games, I'm going to see Tennessee probably score a lot of points. It'll be a close game, exciting one, but I like the first half under there. And additionally, I heard Fat Jacks talking about teams that have not covered yet this year. One of those would also be Mizzou. Mizzou! Uh, And A&M's coming off that big win. I'm calling letdown spot here. I mean, eight and a half. It seems really small. Like it seems like it should be more like 14 or 15. However, I'm just gonna fade the public here. Go with Mizzou plus is it eight and a half or nine? Nine and a half. I got a Nine and a half. Okay. I I'll, ta- I'll take about that while you were. I'll rehab. lock that in at nine and a half. And those are my locks of the week. While you were in
0: rehab, we talked about that. So that's electric. I love Boomer coming back in, sprinkling on what I said, fading Fat Jackson and Burt over here. I love it. We're back after a, a little fluky uh, a little fluky live show that didn't quite work out. But, hey, never lost. Never lost here on the Pinker Poison Podcast. We're here for you, boys and girls. We'll be back next week after a money-back guarantee winner this week. Talk to you next week, boys and girls. Love you.
1: Proud oh. of you, son.